Hi again, everybody. I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for checking out localjobnetwork.com radio and the podcast, Moving Up the Ladder, where we bring you experienced professionals with insight into enhancing the success of your career. Now, body language, often overlooked and underappreciated, can be extremely important and vital to your career, especially if you're looking to move up. Now, today we have Patrick Vazowski with us. He's the founder of the Center for Body Language, which is considered the world's number one body language training for business. And he is joining us today on LJN Radio to give us some of his insights. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. Thank you very much, Tim, for inviting me today. Yeah, it's definitely our pleasure. Uh, you know, a very interesting topic, something that people, as I said, maybe they often overlook the idea of body language. But for you, why is it so important to understand and evaluate body language when it comes to business and the workplace? Well, actually, you can predict one's success or failure through body language. We uh, did lately a presentation at a startup contest. So there were 50 directors of companies pitching a jury. And instead of watching the body language and nonverbal communication of the presenters, Mm -hmm. we were watching very, very closely the facial expressions of the jury. And before the jury announced the results of the contest, we went on stage and in front of 2,500 people, we predicted who would win based on the facial expressions of the jury. And we showed some videos of the jury's facial expressions as well. It was really funny. And we got it (laughs) correct. So what you do with your face shows how you feel. Hmm. And if you're sitting on the other side of the table, if you're a job seeker, you can see the recruitment uh, recruiter's face if they want to hire you or not, what they like, what they don't like, if you're going the right direction or not. And if you're quick, you can adapt your argumentation. We also enjoyed, for example, predicting the outcome of the US presidential elections in 2012, predicted that Obama would win with a slight advantage. And we also gave uh, a number of 10 key figures why we predicted that. And it was all based on hundreds and hundreds of potential voters Mm -hmm. that went to our website. And while they were watching on our website a video of Obama and Romney of their convention speeches, the webcam, with their approval, of course, was (laughs) recording their face. Wow. And based on those recordings, we analyzed them through the help of software as well. And we were able to predict that, for example, there were 16% of Republicans that didn't like when Romney came on on the screen, Hmm. which is quite surprising because we should support him. And there were (laughs) about a dozen of other key figures that were showing that Obama had a slight advantage. So what you do with your face subconsciously tells everything about what you feel inside. Well, let's touch on that a little bit since you brought it up. Um, you know, obviously, uh, I think that's fascinating information and, and analysis when it came to, as you said, the, the jury uh, testing that you did as well as the, the presidential election. But when we're talking about, as you said, maybe a job seeker or maybe you're a, an employee and you're speaking with your manager, what cues are you looking for as far as the face and, and how that might relay to you? Yes, they're interested in what you're talking about or, or no, you're going down the wrong path. Can you give us a couple of a pointers or quick ideas? Yes, sure. This is radio, so you have to imagine <laughs> right. everything on a, on a mental screen. <laughs> and also, it, it's, it's not so simple, but I give you a, 
few easy ones to recognize. Great. For example, if you're talking to a recruiter or to an employee and you see one of their lip corners raising higher than the other one, it could be during a smile or it could be without smile, just one of the lip corners that goes up. This is a micro expression, a facial expression that is shorter than half a second. That's how we define micro expressions. Okay. So if it happens very short, half a second or shorter, one of the lip corners goes up higher than the other one, person doing it feels contempt, mm. feels superior, or has a big ego. <laughs> <laughs> and they feel better than you. It will be tough. Hmm. Interesting. I'm trying to think of uh, recent conversations now where that may or may not have happened, but so is this something that people, I mean, they really can't even control it in that sort of circumstance? It's impossible to control. Hmm. Why? Because we have three brains. We have the reptile brain, which is the oldest and fastest ones. We have on top of that the emotional brain. And on top of that, we have the newest and the slowest brain, which is our rational brain. Hmm. Now, what happens when you're thinking about something or you're hearing something? What happens if the words through your eyes or through your ears go directly to the emotional and the reptile brain. Hmm. It's first those brains that react instinctively, spontaneously. You cannot control because it goes too fast. Right. And during the first half second on somebody's face, you will see what they feel about what they see or what they hear. And then the information goes to the rational brain and they can think about it. Oh, maybe I... I will lie about it or I will hide it with a smile or maybe I will not show that I'm so interested or maybe I should impress the other person that I actually have a better resume than I have on paper. So what you're looking for are the little subtle cues that come first and are our fastest. And those are the most reliable signs that that's what we call micro expressions right. or little signs that are on the face that are half a second or shorter those are the most reliable signs because they're totally uncontrollable because they're controlled by the emotional and reptile brain, which right. are the fastest. Well, I, I guess I'd be remiss if I didn't ask if you could give us one more example of the facial expression because I, I, yeah, it's very intriguing to me. And as you said, it's something that you really can't control. Can you give us one more example of what we could look for? Uh, again, whatever you want to point to, whether it's somebody lying or, or expressing something else, like you mentioned contempt in the, the previous example. I'll give you actually something more useful. All right. What we teach is not only recognizing facial expressions and nonverbal com communication. What I find much more important is how you react, what you do with it, how you use it strategically mm -hmm. in a conversation. And I'll give you a, a very useful tip. If you are a job seeker and you'd like to know what is important for the recruiter in front of you? What you could do is, this is what we call our blink conversation technique. What you could do is give them a list of options, a kind of multiple choice menu of things that they could like. And while you're reciting that list, look for cues in the face that will reveal their preference. I'll give you an example. You're a job seeker in front of a recruiter and you'd like to have that job. And you'd like to know what kind of type of person they really need in their company. So in the middle of the conversation, you could say something, well, probably the person that you're looking to do this job must be somebody 
who is independent and can do their things by their own. Or it could be because it, it involves also a lot of other people. It could be that it's some, somebody who's more social, mm-hmm. who takes into account the opinions of others. But sometimes it happens that for this kind of jobs in some companies, actually the, the person, they, they should be very assertive. They should be able to take, uh, to be e- easy to say no. I'm just giving you a list of three options sure. that could be useful and most important for the recruiter to have as a skill set of that uh, job seeker. Now, if you give such a list, then you must watch the recruiter's face for the cues that will tell you which one of those three they prefer. If they smile, their two lip corners go upwards slightly while you're saying option two, then probably you should focus more on option two two during the rest of your conversation. And when you're listening to this and it's a bit confusing for you, let me give you a simpler example that you can try with your friends before you risk it at work. Okay. Instead of asking your partner this evening what she or he would like to do, Turn it around and make the statement and a multiple choice menu. For example, dear partner or honey, would you like this evening to stay at home or would you like to uh, go to see a movie or would you like to go to a nice romantic restaurant? I'm not asking a question. I'm right. just making a statement. Sure. But based on those three options, for sure, you will see your partner's reaction that she or he prefers one of those three more. And in this way, your partner feels that you can mind read almost, that, that you know how they feel, that, that actually you, you pay attention to mm-hmm. their feelings while you're actually just applying the blink conversation technique. You're just giving a multiple choice and watching attentively for the reactions in the face. So try it out this evening. I think I will do that. I think, I mean, it sounds like a, a terrific strategy, no matter what scenario. I, I appreciate you bringing up the scenario of the job seeker and the, you know, maybe the interviewer in that case. Um, but I will try it this evening with my wife, and then I will report back to you and the audience and, and let you know how it went. I, I have a feeling you'll be spot on. Hopefully, I, maybe it'll help me. Yeah. Us guys, sometimes we, we get lost in translation with those, uh, those nonverbals. <laughs> Now, if somebody, let's say it could be a business meeting, it could be just in your workplace, um, somebody walks into a room. What do you look for first in terms of body language to maybe get a, a quick read, that first impression? What do you think is really important to pay attention to? Well, there, there are like three cues that are really simple to watch for in the beginning. And those give on, on the level of body language a very easy uh, impression from the beginning. And one is how much eye contact does the person have? Okay. So if they have good eye contact, they're interested, they're open, they're confident. If they give you a handshake, how firm is the handshake? Is it confident? Is it, is it powerful? Or are they being submissive and is it uh, weak? And another one that you could watch for is uh, do they smile? Actually, it's very simple to look for a smile, but uh, <laughs> many people forget about it. Sure. So does the person like you? And you can see that on the face, whether they smile or not. And I give you one bonus one. It's open hands. When people show regularly while talking uh, their open hands and they show their wrists, it means that they're, they're open, they're welcoming you, and uh, they, 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 they like you. So, so these are a few tips to watch for when you're starting an interview, when you're meeting somebody for, for the first time, or you're on a networking meeting and you're looking for somebody to talk to. 
Again, great uh, tangible examples. And I appreciate you bringing those up and uh, ones that hopefully our listeners will pay attention to. Now, there are going to be certain situations where possibly, uh, you know, the person's words don't match up with their body language. Say, for example, um, they're telling you, yeah, you know, I'm not really interested in this proposal, but maybe you read from them somehow that, that they are excited about it, but they're just trying to kind of hide it in a way. How do you advise handling that? Do you do you just sort of slyly try to deal with it? Do you bring it up in some way and, and let them know, hey, I recognize that you did this? I mean, how do you handle it professionally, but also, of course, to your advantage? It all depends from the circumstances, the context and the person. But I'll give you one advice that, and one technique that actually goes across all levels and all situations okay. that's useful almost everywhere. And it is when somebody is hiding something from you, but you see in their nonverbal communication that actually it's the opposite that mm. they say. What you could do is say the sentence, and you can adapt it to your own language if you want, but this is the energy and, and the, the stuff that you want to get out there. Sounds like, why do I get the impression <laughs> that, and then name it what it is about. Right. To give you an example. So if you're a recruiter and you see that uh, the candidate is bragging about their previous job and that they were all went great and perfect, but for some reason, from the nonverbal cues, you get the impression that the relationship with the boss that they had at a previous job wasn't so good. But you're not sure. You don't want to judge them. You don't want to put them off. You want to be in a subtle way. And especially when you're, it's between colleagues and police at, at work, you don't want to insult. Them. So right. what you, the recruiter in this example could say to the job seeker is, tell me, why do I get the impression that the relationship with your previous boss wasn't so good? Just implying, they're just asking kindly, of course, in, in a kind way with kind facial expressions as well. Sure. And in this way, if everything was good with, um, with the relationship, job seeker will say confidently, oh, no, it, everything was great. Yeah, it was and blah, blah, blah. And, so on. and they will confirm it with their nonverbal cues. And probably the reason why you picked it up earlier, a suspicion was due to something else that they were thinking about. Right. But if the, the job seeker is guilty, you will see it, the confirmation in their nonverbal action. And maybe they will also say it and have to admit with a reaction like that. Yeah, now you say it. It's indeed there was something and that's blah, blah, blah. Right. So the words are, why do I get the impression that and then name it in a subtle way? Right. No, I like that because as you said, it's, it's a soft way to bring it up, but you are hopefully getting to the heart of if there was an issue or if there's something misleading, like you said, I think, uh, I think another fine example for our listeners out there. We are getting up against the clock a little bit, but I wanted to give you the opportunity here at the end, as we do with all of our guests, to give our listeners a final takeaway just a wrap-up sort of uh, summarization of what we've been talking about or what you think is important to leave the listeners with in regards to this topic? Well, I think the most important part is to be authentic, to be yourself, because what you feel inside, your body will compensate for. It will come out into the open anyway. So people who try to manipulate or to perform better than they are, it just doesn't work. Sooner or later, your hands, your eyes will reveal the truth that you feel inside. So just be yourself. And if people would like to try out and, and learn more, 
It's very simple uh, with our free two-month body language e-course on our website, bodylanguagetraining.com. There is a two-month free e-course that people can try out and, and learn actually about what we spoke and, and even more for free. All right. Well, that's great. I, uh, I was on your site a little bit. Definitely some fun and interesting items on there. So I would encourage people to check that out if you're interested as well. With that, we will close out this episode of Moving Up the Ladder. And again, our look at body language, whether it be looking for a job with your manager, amongst colleagues, uh, a lot of different areas that this applies really everywhere in your life. And we have been speaking today with Patrick Bezovsky. He's the founder of the Center for Body Language. Patrick, once again, thanks for coming on. I appreciate your insight and uh, some of the examples, I think, uh, very poignant points that you made for our listeners. So thank you once again. Thank you, Tim. And of course, as always, if you're interested in giving us some feedback, just send an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can let us know what else you'd like to learn about on our shows. You can also find us on Twitter, go at the LJN, and you can also uh, use the hashtag LJNRadio to join in the conversation as well. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. Thank you.